Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is June the 30th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Um, I actually have some good news to report in my personal corner. So I tempted fate. And I decided to, well, I guess you could say I tend to fade in a couple of ways. First off, I decided that I was like, okay, today is boring. Like I was at work bored. And I hate that because, you know, being bored is is kind of like a, you know, in my situation, it's a personal issue because I have like means of entertaining myself. I, you know, I was able to watch, you know, some YouTube shit, listen to some podcast shit. You know, it was, it was, it's always a good time for me. I'm always like stimulated. So, but I was bored. I hate, like, it's the idle idle hands thing. You know what I mean? So I was getting through my work. I was done. Like, we were, we were done, like, halfway through the day, it felt like. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to leave a little early. So I wound up um, doing that, and that was nice. So that was a little treat myself thing. I don't normally do that, at least lately. But um, the, the other news that I'm enjoying a little bit more that also had me, um, you know, smiling was I, I decided to tempt fate, and I um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to weigh myself again. I'm just going to fucking do it. And normally, you know, nine out of ten times, that's a bad decision. You know, you should you should definitely space your time, time out, you know, give yourself time, your body, you know, to adjust and do everything, and then see where you are. I was like, fuck that. Fuck that noise. So I wanted to see, and turns out we lost those five pounds I gained, like at least four or five pounds. You know, the scale does a little jumping, whatever. I'm, I'm forgiving. <laughs> so yay. Uh, that being said, I, I do think I want to try to keep at this whole, um, I, I don't want to call it a diet because I'm still going to eat like hog shit as obviously I, I got to keep talking to you guys about the shitty food I eat. So, you know, I got to be honest, but, um, yeah, I, I think I still want to try to keep with the scale back you know, not drink as much, not be so excessive with the meals and the snacking. I feel like, especially with the weekend for me, it's such a killer because I'm not working, I'm not moving, I'm not busy. Like, it's my most stationary time. And I, I, I pick out and I, you know, I eat poor and I drink. So I'm trying to trying to do better with that. You know, maybe reduce the dial a little bit. But that being said, if I'm going out, you at least know I, I got to drink a little bit, a little bit, but hopefully no smoking. You know, we're really trying to keep with these little goals I'm setting up, right? You know, so hey, you know, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, you know, we'll, we'll throw up some food corner here. I did hamburger, hot dog, and fries. With the fries, I, I um, put a lot of sauce on them. I have uh, the mango habanero sauce from B-dubs, so I put that on there. I put hot sauce, I put sriracha, and some salt and pepper, so yeah, and some chili flakes, so yeah, a little spice, a little spice, and then I had a little bit of remaining, like, uh, nacho cheese left, and I was like, fuck it, let's just put it on, <laughs> so yeah, we've been treating ourselves past, you know, 24, 48 hours, you know what I mean? I felt like, hey, it's Friday, we're at the end of the month, this month, I, I dare say, has been a little bit rough. Sands maybe like the midweek, you know, we kind of turn things around. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. With that being said, you know, going to try to go in, have a nice chill weekend, not be too crazy. (laughs) 
But um, speaking of crazy, uh, let's let's go ahead and cue up some news. You know, I've talked about me. Let's talk about the world now. Um, but um, I guess before we get into it, I'm going to continue to treat myself, and uh, then we'll get to it. You're on my time now. I, I don't know why I said that. It's so rude. I'm so rude. Such a rude host. Ooh. There we go. Mm. Also, we got a little wine. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. Well, let's talk about some things I don't like. Um, from the Associated Press. The Supreme Court rejects Biden's plan to wipe away $400 billion in student loan debt. So, a sharply divided Supreme Court on Friday effectively killed President Joe Biden's $400 billion plan to cancel or reduce federal loan debts for millions of Americans. Uh, the fight is not over, he said. Uh, we'll see. Um, also, this is a bit of a tangent, but I heard this week Biden started saying the word Bidenomics. And I'm like, my guy, please, bro. This is such such a terrible ass fucking idea. Like, yeah, let me make a let me make a term that's literally like a copy pasta of Reaganomics. Something the the the, the base that you're talking to would fucking hate. Terrible, terrible fucking shit. But that just kind of is par for the goddamn course. So let's let's continue. Sorry. Um, the six three decision with conservative justices in the majority said the Biden administration overstepped its authority with the plan and it leaves borrowers borrowers on the hook for repayments that are expected to resume in the fall. So this is a, a big blow. I can't say I'm super surprised to hear the Supreme Court come down with this decision, especially because we've been covering that, like, look, these lawsuits have been bad. Like, they've been bad for this whole plan that Biden has pitched. And I will say that, like, look, in the beginning, when Biden rolled this out, I was super happy to hear it. Now, I know some people might think that I'm so passionate or upset about this because I have a dog in the fight. But it's like, no, dude, I technically paid off the scant amount of fucking school loans that I had. They were way too fucking high. But yeah, I know I paid them because it was like one, one semester and I knew I wasn't built for that shit. So the, I'm upset for the people around me, my friends, my, you know... I don't know, the people, just the people in my circle, that affects that. It affects people all around this fucking country. And it, it also is just this long-standing talking point that, like, why in the hell is schooling so expensive? It just, it just fucking shouldn't be. Like, and, and it's so bad to me, too, because we literally, as, as people go, like, well, you could always do, like, you know, the community colleges or the trade schools, what have you. Those are noble paths. Like, you shouldn't... Um, you shouldn't shy away from that. If you can't afford college, it's okay. You don't want to do college, it's okay. And it's like, but at the end of the day, all of this shit should be free, dog. You shouldn't have to pay any amount of money to get a better education. At the end of the day, your country should want better workers. Because at the end of the day, that's what, what the whole schooling process is for, right? Like, what the fuck? Um, and I get the idea of like, well, a pedigree should cost you. You're paying for that. It's like, what the fuck? This is education. The, the, the flat out, that's just crazy as fuck to me. It will always be silly as hell. Um, so to me, the notion of just, hey, let's do some forgiveness is the least we could do. 
This was organized during the um, Heroes Act. We've talked about this before. I really don't want to linger too much on it. But, um, you know, essentially it was a quote-unquote long-shot plan by Biden, but it did make sense. It's within the realm of reason. It's within your powers to do. So the idea that this got bumped all the way up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court just, you know, smashes it down 6-3 style. Um, you know, we got... It, it's so, like, cringe how... How they literally played, like, you know, tap foot going back and forth, a little bit of moderation, yada, yada, yada. But, like, they saved the real shit they wanted to hit for the end of the year. And, honestly, the shit that we've talked about, um, you know, over the past few weeks, let's let's not get it twisted. As much as I've called some, quote-unquote, wins, they are only delayed reactions. They are only half measures. They are things that, down the line... They can always come back to for this final finale week and in a later court case say, oh, yeah, we've changed our minds or we feel this way about it. It's so frustrating because we kind of with this pattern, we just see what they're doing. Not that this is new, but it is a shame because you just have this supermajority and it just feels so helpless to see things just get shot down like this. Um uh, the, the, what is it? Biden, I did get to peep this. Uh, Biden did an announcement saying, hey, uh, we do plan on at least doing like a, I think he called it an on-ramp. So essentially payments are supposed to be starting in October, but interest will start in September. Um, but in that process, like if you can't pay, Biden says, that um, you'll be able to kind of continue the pause, essentially, kind of going back to that. Um, in terms of what Biden is going to do, I'm very curious. Uh, I really don't care about any of the, the dissertations or whatever the fuck on either side. It's kind of whatever. Uh, was there anything else I wanted to cover? No, I'm good. We can move on to the next Supreme Court ruling, which is also annoying. Very frustrating. And I, and you know how I said yesterday how, like, I was upset that, like, it was awesome that, like, hey, for the employees, it was great that, like, hey, your rights are being viewed. Like, because you want to take this religious, you know, day off, you're allowed that. That's awesome. Like, but I was hesitant and a little upset because we all know the reason that got accepted was because, hey, it's religion. It's easy for us to kind of give this dub because as conservatives, we're reporting religion. You know, we're supporting religion. And it's just like... That's icky, because you should just support the workers' right to be like, no, this is a sacred day to me, this matters to me, and I don't want to fuck, like, I don't want to fucking work, like, on this day. Um, but this all around is just a bad, what we're about to cover. I, I haven't touched it at all, we haven't really, you know, because it felt like an air case, it didn't feel like anything real, yet it had real implications, and I think just seeing it now is just like, ugh, gross, let's talk about it. Um, from the Associated Press. The Supreme Court rules for a designer who doesn't want to make wedding websites for gay couples. Now, in a way, this is a lot like the uh, the uh, the Baker case. Uh, just to kind of reference it a little bit, um, this couple wanted to get a wedding cake done, and this baker was like, um, "I don't want to make your cake," and um, it was this whole fucking kerfuffle. Um, I believe they ruled in the yeah in favor of the couple in that situation, uh, but it was a whole ass fucking mess. But in this situation, it was inverted. Um, I also might be getting that wrong just to beat the corrections corner, <laughs> but um, let's just go ahead and get into this uh, get into the crux of this shit. 
In a defeat for gay rights, the Supreme Court's conservative majority ruled on Friday that a Christian graphic artist, uh, who is Lori Smith, uh, who wants to design wedding websites, can refuse to work with same-sex couples. One of the court's liberal justices wrote in a dissent that the decision's effect is to mark gays and lesbians for second-class status and that the decision opens the door to other discrimination. Um, Once again, this was a 6-3 split. Yet again, uh, the decision suggests that artists, photographers, uh, videographers, and writers are among those who can refuse to offer what the court called expressive services if doing so would run contrary to their beliefs. But that's different from other businesses not engaged in speech and therefore not covered by the First Amendment, such as restaurants and hotels. I feel like this was worded in a way, like this decision was was sculpted in a way because yet again, you cannot go back in time and like, like literally just drop kick a, a former decision. Like it just, it's bad practice. It makes you look bad. So that's why they have, I feel like that's why this is worded that way. You know what I mean? Because you've already ruled in terms of like, hey, well, you're making a good, like a service for these people. But really, they are the fucking same. Like when they do this fucking hair splitting shit, it's so fucking frustrating. Referencing yet again with the affirmative action shit. You make the carve out for the military, for the academy. I learned that um, today, kind of listening to like reviews of the shit. But like you are saying that, well, we need this kind of diversity for, like, the military. That's that's a different thing. But for education, uh, we, we're overstepping saying that, like, we should have affirmative action. It's like, blow me, dude. Fucking blow me. I don't, I don't get that. Um, and, and, and just like this, I don't get it. But essentially, Lori Smith um, said, hey, someone reached out to me um, potentially wanting... Um, like my services for their their gay wedding and I just wasn't for it so I, I pitched a case uh, to Colorado and it didn't work out and she leveled this case all the way up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court um, picked this case. I feel like that's important to mention here because they wanted to make an example out of it. You know what I mean? And, and this leads me to the second part of um, this story. I picked this up as well today uh, from The Independent. The fake gay marriage case in the middle of the Supreme Court's latest threat to LGBT uh, plus rights. Now, essentially, the case that she is referencing, people have done their research since, um, you know, it's, it's come up in the courts and everything. And essentially, I think the Stewart guy, they reference a Stewart and a Mike. Well, they, they find a way to contact a Stewart guy who more or less matches up the closest that they can to, like, the person that she's referencing like gave her the initiate um the initiative to make this case and essentially Stuart's like i'm married to my wife you know who is a woman like like what like i didn't know about this until people came to me about it but like i reached out to her yes but it wasn't for it wasn't for a gay wedding it was just for my wedding like a normal ass cis shit not that it's abnormal, but you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where it's like, this just feels fishy now. Like, why did this get brought up that way? That's so bizarre. And it makes sense that this person had an initiative. And you also look at the Supreme Court who 
is a super majority conservative has an initiative to say, well, this does fucking line up. And I'm not trying to be super conspiratorial here, but I am saying that at the end of the day, this is advantageous for Lori Smith. And it puts this inevitable conversation crash course for the Supreme Court that would love to say, hey, yeah, 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 gay marriage is legal, but like, let's get into the rights here. Let's get into what you have to do or don't have to do. And they make this claim. They make this statement with this ruling. Um, I would say that, what, the affirmative action, I mean, this, uh, these, these are big knockout cases. They, they will have ramifications. Um, and not just for those communities that I'm referencing in terms of like affirmative action. I think people just think it's just black people. I can't stress that enough. That people now will see that we've chipped away there so we can chip away more. And for this case with the LGBT, you know, plus thing like, yeah, Lori Smith gets her win and she never has to deal with any gays on her. She never has to make a gay website. But guess what? What if what if I'm a guy? I'm a skinhead dude or whatever, I guess, at heart. And But I, I have this niche website thing or pr- photography thing. And I don't want to, like, uh, do Jewish photography or black photography. You can do that now and potentially defend your, your case all the way up to the Supreme Court. Like, the windows that this shit opens is fucking crazy for a potential thing that was potential. Like, it was fabricated, potentially. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, Lori Smith and her little defense group, they're like, no, like, they're lying. Like, they're trying to defame uh, Miss Smith, blah, 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 blah. I I don't fucking know or care. At the end of the fucking day, man, this shit is frustrating because to me, these are just human rights issues. Like, if you want a website fucking made and and you and your partner, like, it shouldn't matter what your orientation is. It shouldn't matter who you are. Like... It's a service. It's a good. <laughs> it, it's 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 silly as hell to me. It's it's fucking garbage. Um, but um, I'm not gonna let it ruin my day. I'm not gonna let it break my goddamn stride. So we can go ahead and move along. <laughs> Let's talk about coke and I and not the good kind. <laughs> God damn it, not the good kind. Um, from Reuters, consumers, food makers face choice as the WHO. Um, cancer agency set to warn on aspartame sweeteners. Let's see here. Let's get into it. Um, consumers, food companies, retailers, and f- uh, in restaurants need to decide whether to fight back or find alternatives to one of the uh, world's most common artificial sweeteners as a leading global health body prepares to declare it a possible carcinogen. On Thursday, Reuters reported that aspartame um, used in products from Coca-Cola diet sodas to Mars Extra Gum will be listed in July as possibly carcinogenic to humans for the first time by the oh I lost my um, by the International Agency for Research on Cancer, the IAR the IARC. I want to say it that way. The World Health, World Health Organization's, or WHO, cancer research arm. The IARC ruling does not take into account how much a product a person can safely consume. This uh, advice for individuals comes from a separate uh, WHO expert committee on food additives known as the JECFA, 
whatever. That's a long-ass fucking acronym. <laughs> Alongside um, determinations from national regulators. Now, this was interesting to me for a couple of reasons. Obviously, you know, a lot of people fuck with aspartame whether they know it or they don't. It's in a lot of fucking shit. If it's sugar-free, it's either got like Splenda in it, aspartame, or some kind of mixture, concoction, or something like that. Um, so it's a big deal. And then closer to home, my dad, one of his vices was Diet Coke. Um, my dad was an avid Pepsi Cola drinker. Um, he came from a family that um, was like very pro Pepsi. So, like, even um, my uncle, he drove for Pepsi Cola. So, all the family was drinking was, was a lot of Pepsi, a lot of Pepsi, a lot of Pepsi. But at the same time, too, um, you know, Coke was a big deal. So, my dad, he made the switch to, um, di- uh, to Coke, especially um, when he got diagnosed with diabetes. So, he was like, well, I, I got to switch to something sugar-free. I love Pepsi, but, uh, like, caffeine or, you know, sugar-free Pepsi is just gross. Diet Pepsi is gross. He hated it. So we became a Diet Coke house, for, at least for him. Um, I was still drinking, like, um, normal Coca-Cola. He would drink Diet Coke. I was never a Pepsi guy. Just isn't my thing. Light sweet. I like heavy sweet. So um, kind of fast forward a little bit. My dad, he um, he gets, you know, sick, getting out of the heat, he dies. Um, one of the, the things he did wind up having was bone cancer, and he drank a shit ton of Diet Coke. Now, I'm not going to say that those are alleged. That would be literally fucking conspiratorial for me to say. It could be completely coincidental, but my dad was not a smoker. Um, and there's plenty of things that are carcinogenic that haven't been listed yet that we haven't even confirmed, because all, all we're eating is human beings, more or less. Unless you're, if you're in like a suit, like in most play, like countries, you're probably eating slop. Unless you are eating like healthy, homegrown foods, then honestly, I'm not talking to you. You know if you're eating good. You know what I mean? But I, myself, I'm a slop eater. So I'm probably going to die of some kind of fucking cancer thing. <laughs> like what? But um, that being said, it's serious shit. Um, I'm curious how it's going to go because I imagine that a lot of these companies that big companies have lobbied their asses off to try to delay this diminish it and I think they're probably happy at least from what I've heard they're happy that like it this isn't worse um so they'll kind of take it in stride I know there's some companies that have swapped out their aspartame kind of going back to Pepsi apparently they've gone back and forth and back again uh with aspartame just because you're trying to find that sweet spot, right? Like, you know, they, you want it to be like sugar. And aspartame works because it's, like, super sweet. Like, I don't know. The way I would describe a Diet Coke taste, it's like the flash of a bulb from, like, a photography lens. But, like, sweet and in your mouth. That's that. That's how it tastes to me. And I don't like that feeling. Like, it's that wind up, like, but it's in your mouth. It's I hate that. I fucking don't fuck with that. I remember I tried Diet Coke when I was in my young teenage diet phase, and I, I did it for like a week, and I was like, I guess I can get used to this, and like I was like, no, I can't. I, I just can't. <laughs> so it was back to the rock. It was back to Coke for me. Um, but yeah, um, I thought this was interesting. Obviously, aspartame's in a lot of shit. I'm curious if they're going to like fight to the last uh, breath on this, or if we're going to be seeing like just more Splenda 
or I don't know, maybe they have some new shit. They, they do go into some science shit, but I started like blacking out, so I, I'm not going to try to attempt to relate that to you guys. <laughs> we can go ahead and move on to my last thing. All right, all right, all right. And I got to preference this um, with saying, hey, look, I've been talking so much SCOTA shit. Like, so much just, like, serious news. Like, I'm not a lawyer. I've, I, I'm I'm not even a fucking newscaster. Let's just be real. Let's just put it on the table. I do this shit more, more times than not with my shirt off. Okay? I'm keeping it a buck with you. <laughs> so, I wanted to treat myself, all right? I, I wanted to give myself some fun news. So, yeah. We're talking about Diet Coke. And now we're about to talk about Magic the Fucking Gathering. Okay? That's right. Okay? Nerds unite. Geeks of the street. Let's go. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take this little break and we're going to cover some me news, news for me. <laughs> and hopefully for you. I want I want to put you on, let you into my world. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I'm not going to lie to you. I almost forgot this wine was over here. Mm. Mm. All right. Let's go. <laughs> um all right, this last one's from Polygon. The one um the one ring card. Magic the Gathering Magic the Gathering's coveted collectible has been found. Um PSA grades it at mint nine, but what happens next? Also, for the record, Mint 9 is a very good rating. Um, that being said, it's a running joke amongst, you know, the community that, like, we want to see this thing outside of a case. Like, you just want to see it. Because, like, notoriously, a lot of, like, the foils just get made with, like, the shittiest, like, U-bend. Um, it's very frustrating. It, it, it is uh, the pains of doing business lately. Foils aren't what they used to be. That's another conversation for another podcast. Let's get into this, though. Uh, the One Ring, a singular serialized one-of-a-kind card for Magic the Gathering, ooh, lost my place, has been found. Proof comes via the grading company PSA, which posted an image of the card Friday morning. The Wall Street Journal, which I love that. The Wall Street Journal is talking about Magic the Gathering. Let's go. Um, reports that the bearer wishes to remain anonymous, but multiple resellers are already offering millions to rebuy it. Now, I initially, um, saw this news from, like, I believe it's Dave and Adams, and they were talking, like, yo, the ring has been found, they are posting pictures of it, people were, like, freaking out, like, this doesn't look real, blah, 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 but, um, it turns out it was a real thing, but they weren't the people who have it. Apparently, and I'm so glad to hear this, um, an anonymous person went through what I think is the best method here for a situation like this because the projected value of this ring, like the potential quote-unquote bounty, was set up to $2 million. So like if you found this ring, it literally would have been like a Lord of the Rings experience. You would have become Gollum. Like, what do I do with this? Oh my gosh, it's worth so much. Someone, like, like I, <laughs> I think about it. I, if I saw a motherfucker with that ring, I'm like, man. I could pay some shit off. I could forgive my own loans, okay? All right? Now, look, I am I am debt-free. I got to say that. I got to put that on the record. But it, that being said, 
Um, you could do a lot with that money. So the temptation is real to just say, I found this ring. I opened this thing up. I, I'm, I'm really that guy. I'm really that person. I'm just going to give it to whoever. Now, there were people in the community making the joke, and maybe they're being really serious, but to me, it's a joke. We live in a capitalist society. Let's not forget it. That they were going to fucking uh, march this ring up to a volcano and throw it in there. And I'm like, okay, haha, hee hee. That'd be cute, real funny. But um, apparently, a real ass motherfucker did it. They really did. And not to mention, they did it, and like I said, the best way possible to me, which is to say, hey, I'm going to go to a lawyer. I'm going to put this shit up in a, like, a bank deposit vault, and we're going to sort this shit out. And that's what they're doing. So an actual firm has, um, you know, set up a buy for this ring. I think the initial, um, actually, let's go ahead and read it. Should the bearer of the one ring choose to accept it, love Polygon for this, keeping it so real. A reseller in, in Spain is offering more than $2 million plus a trip to Europe in exchange for the card. Now, I think there's been at least an update from this article. They are accepting, I think, upwards of a million plus. They might say, hey, you don't have to give me a trip to Europe. Um, but that's kind of the pangs of this, right? Like the, Doing it the right way means like, hey, I'm going to go through um, a group, a corporation, and, um, you know, most likely it's going to kind of be either an auction or they're going to take like a just a bounty buy. Like, hey, someone's going to say, hey, I will give you two million dollars. OK, I'll at least give you that. And he'll probably th th that person will probably say yes. So I think that's really fucking dope. I think this is really fucking cool. Um, it, 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 I really thought because of just kind of how this could have worked out that um, either a like a, a shop could have bought it, a warehouse could have gotten it, you know what I mean? Like, uh, not bought it, I'm sorry. They could have opened it um, because they're doing, like, mass openings. Um, or it could have, like, sat in some Walmart somewhere, you know, some, like, collector box just gathering dust, no one buying it. But I will say this is overall a good thing for the market because, like, collector boxes were going at around $518, nearly double the price that they should be right now. Um, it's making, like, just in general right now, the economics for Magic are kind of off. They're kind of wonky because not only is this ring, like, cool, this one-of-one one ring that I'm referencing, because it is, like, it's special. I, I'm not really getting into it, but I do have it in the thumbnail. Like, you can't read it because it's in all elvish. Like, it's, it's, it's got this gold foiling. Like, it's, it's super cute. But they also have normal versions of this ring, okay? Like, it's not just a one-of-one. Like, that one is, that art, that card. But they have the one ring in normal boxes that you can open. Um, but overall, the economics right now are just super high because, like, the set just came out recently. I want to say, what, two weeks ago? I might be a little bit off off there. But, um, you know, so everyone's looking for this card because not only does it look cool, it also is a very, like, playable card. Like, it's very good to play, so people are like, oh my gosh, I got to get it. I got to get like four of them. I need them. I need them. I need them. I need them. So like in the online space, if you're playing Magic the Gathering online, it's hard to find these cards because sellers just don't have them. They're opening them, trying to get them. The ratio is hard. Um, and then also in paper, the the, the normal, just the normal non-special version of this ring is like upwards of $100. So it's rough out here. Like... <laughs> 
people were like, I need a playset of these? I need to spend that much money? That's crazy. <laughs> um, couldn't be me, though. As much as I love the game, I am not paying any, like, you know, obviously, y- y'all know I'm struggling. <laughs> so I'm just happy to see someone get a win here in the community. Um, I-, I just think it's sweet news, and I just couldn't refrain myself from talking about it. Um, and I thank you so much for listening to that. Shit, almighty, I ran long. My bad. Um, that being said, I thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, you're the best. You're wonderful. Um, if you'd like to help more, not that you need to, but I do have a Patreon if you'd like to help support, um, financially. Patreon.com, so as I news, um, gets you access to all the bonus episodes. Uh, sort access is free. I think it gives you a little hot link, though, if you, you, you do that in your emails or something like that. Um, also, you get Newsy status. Top of the month, I do uh, Newsy roll call. Say your name. Plug a project or thing you're doing. You know, like turn me into a little advertisement board, if you will. And, um, yeah, that's a thing. Free ways to hit me up. news one at gmail.com. Also, let's see here. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, brrr, uh, also, uh, YouTube. You can comment on the YouTube. We, we love to see it. Um, if you're a nice, if you're a nice, I like to see it. <laughs> we should say that. Um, but also, feel free to subscribe. Thank you to all the subscribers. I've noticed the influx of people coming in and hitting that button. That's awesome. That means, like, hey, you guys are listening and, and reacting and making me even more happy. Like, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, but those are all like free ways to help out the podcast, like liking. Uh, commenting, the reviews, all that shit. All that shit is is good for a content creator. You're like watering the flower when you do that. And and just listening. The fact that you are still listening to this point, that's insane. Like, I'm crazy about that. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, You're making my day. Um, So yeah, that's all I got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love ya. Bye-bye. Mwah.